you had me like from the last podcast trying to like really figure out like what's like best R&B song of like the past 15 years and it's like way <laughs> too many songs bro it's way too many that is a lot yeah it's way too many I, I, I don't know I couldn't give it to Adorn I couldn't do it it was Did just you like find I was, better or you just it was yo I was just I'm just going through the songs and I'm just looking at like I was like I was on different ones and I'm just looking at like just like the best albums like per year like the top 10 R&B okay. albums for each year and I'm just looking like 2017 Control came out like Scissors Control came out and that's just like full of just like pick a song on there then you got 2016 with Lemonade coming out so you got R&B on that you got Anti that came out that year for Rihanna so I'm like glad you had oh you ain't you ain't a big Anderson Pack guy but his Malibu joint came out it had some, some fire on there it's like, it's like real bad. <laughs> it's bad. Then Beauty Behind the Madness from The Weeknd came out. And I know we're going to talk about The Weeknd later, too. Um, but he came out. So it was, like, it was like way too hard. I'm just going off of albums. And then I'm like within those classic, like not classic albums, but really good albums with some heat on there. So I was like, I couldn't just give it to Adorn. But so but with, with that, I would only say like I would take I would personally take um, her, her album over. Um, LMAs, but at the same time, maybe Boot Up is probably better. Like her, she has probably the best song. I mean, Boot Up was like, Boot Up just came out of nowhere. Not nowhere because it was out. It was out for a while, but it like when it hit, it hit hard. No, that's what I'm um, saying. Like, like Boot Up is probably like one of the best songs of like 2018. But I'll take um, her her volume one and two albums, like her mixtapes type joints, mm-hmm. I'll take those two as an album. I'll take them over LMA's album. Uh, yeah, we've had this discussion. Um, yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying. Like Adorn, like uh, Miguel might not have had the best album, but Adorn goes so crazy. No, it's, 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 it's up there. I'm just saying, I can't, I mm-hmm. can't put it as the one. There's okay. way too many songs out there, but that's that's sorry we just went off a little tangent picking up from episode two if you don't know what we're talking about after we finish listening to this go to episode two and listen to it from the beginning and and then you'll know what we talking about did but you, um did you, did you take the time sorry. to hear did you take the time to hear the weekend's dirty diana versus michael jackson's i did and i'm not going you're not going to bait me into that i'm sorry uh, <laughs> it's not going to happen it's just not i'm sorry to, 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 to do that to you but um, yo, real quick, there was this, there was this, tri- there was this uh, hashtag trending on Twitter this week called "The Lies We Tell Ourselves," and I felt like Ooh. it was very, very fitting. So it's like because you know January comes in, we make these New Year's resolutions. Everybody's like New Year, New sure. Me, and I feel like that was perfect for the lies we tell ourselves. So you had, you got, you had, did you have any New Year's resolutions? I had a few actually. Okay, so let's so let's start it with hashtag the lies we tell ourselves and tell us these resolutions. All right, so like mine were mine were pretty good though. Like I had like realistic ones. Uh-huh. The only one, the only one that I could say might not go too well for me was so since like what middle school, right? I was with um, Alyssa, as you know, mm-hmm. right? So then mm-hmm. from her, I was with my daughter's mom. Mm-hmm. After that, I was with Jess. Mm-hmm. 
So like I've always been in a relationship. So I I, I wanted to stay single for the all of 2019. But I don't know okay. if that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I was about to say I, I, might, I, I, <laughs> I might end up with a girl. I might end but, up with a girl. Yo, I'm I'm willing to just, just put some let's put a little small wager on this. Uh, it's very God. early. It's very early, and I, I like my odds. <laughs> I like uh, my odds. What you want? What you want? I am willing to bet. Let's see. You you're working. You're working, man. I bet you a hundred dollars that by the, by December thirty first. 2019, you will have been in a relationship. Whether you're still in a relationship at that point, I don't know. But you will have been in a relationship. I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, cool. That is about to be the easiest $100. Actually, by just so for around Christmas time, let's say by, by December 1st. I, I give it by December 1st so that I can get my $100 to go towards Before Christmas. Christmas. But, I got you. Yeah. yeah. So by December 1st, you will have been in a relationship. I'm Yo, calling you that. Know what's funny? You're like the third person that's trying to bet me on this. Because we all know. Anybody who knows you, you just said it. You just gave <laughs> us the rundown. So, like, I was no, that's like, what, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, that's why I'm taking all bets. Because, yo, <laughs> you know what's crazy? One of the bets I have is I have to last at least until April, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you could do that. Because that's, that's still cuffing season time. That's cuffing season time. But I feel like you like reverse. You're in reverse. you like summertime come. When, you know, now you can, you know, you can be single, do whatever you want to do. And that's when you want to find a girl. So I feel like you're in reverse. I feel like summertime is going to be the end of you. That's when I, that's, that's the, my bread and butter. I can't wait for summertime. For you. That's, when, <laughs> that's when I, that's when it works for me. I'm, I'm good. So this is, this is going to lead into like, so this is going to segue for, for, for us because this is perfect. So as we tell ourselves, I, I'm telling myself I'm going to be single because one of my bets is if I break and I get a girl before April, I cannot watch Game of Thrones. Oh, that's tough. No. Until, <laughs> until, until the season ends. So I have to wait until it ends, then I can watch it. So oh. I can't watch it. I you can't, can't watch, watch it, it with the people. Out. Yeah, you yeah. can't watch it with the people. Oh my God. That's tough. That's, so that's worse that than brings me, <laughs> that brings me into, that brings me into my topic that they released, um, a trailer. They have two trailers out now, actually, for mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that went viral. Yep. And it was too good to be true. Some things that I saw in the trailer. What did you see? Break it down for me. So I saw Daenerys. If y'all don't watch Game of Thrones, if you do anything in life, it's watch Game of Thrones. If you don't watch, if you don't watch anything else, you need to watch Game of Thrones. Absolutely. So with that being said, um, so Daenerys is at Winterfell talking to, um, she's with Jon Snow and, um. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's when she was talking with Sansa, right? Yeah, Sansa. There we go. Yeah. I can't get the name yep. of mine. So Sansa says, the North is yours. Like, yep. like we're with you. And I mm-hmm. was like, what? Like already, I was already like bugging off of that because she could have easily went, the, like, you know, like she could easily yeah. went the other route and say like, yo, yeah. we, we, like we got nothing to do with y'all. But mm-hmm. she already vouched like that she's gonna stick with. She vouched for Daenerys already, I guess, because maybe maybe because Jon Snow was there. So well, Jon like, Snow also smashed it. So if you recall, so like you know. No, yeah, uh, I know, but like he 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 could he could have had her vouch. You know what I'm saying? He he could have been the one that spoke to Sansa, like yo, she's she's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? That could be why she's vouching and like siding with Daenerys is because of Jon Snow. He's like the common denominator in it all. 
Well, yeah, but I remember, like, in um, that last season, he went to he went to um, Daenerys, and she wanted him to, like, bend the knee and, like, basically give over his right to... No, well, yeah, well, no, that wasn't for the North. Was it for the North? Yeah, it was for the North. And he wouldn't do it because he was trying... He was like, yo, this is bigger than that. We about to fight these White Walkers, and we're going to need everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess... At so some think, point down the line, yeah, they was like, all right, you know what, fine, you want it, you can have it. Right now, yeah. we need to worry about these zombies that's about to, that just got a dragon. And they're about to, like, go in. Yeah, yo, it's so, about to go down. I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, oh and it's like God. every episode is like an hour and a half long. So I'm so excited. Every episode of the movie. I'm here, so for, you better, I'm here for all of it. Yeah, so you better not lose that back because you're about yo, to that's miss what I'm out. Saying. Yo, all right, so, like, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's part of my bet. Like, we have a... It's a, it's, a, it's a bet with a friend and like me and her have a bet for before and after April. So before April, if I break before April and I get end up with a girl, which like I already texted her. I'm like, yo, I might have to <laughs> can, can we hit like a truce because I'm like already <laughs> break. But yo, I'm telling you, if, if I'm telling any female that comes in my life, I'm telling every one of them. I'm like, yo, if if you like me. Can you please give me like a year? Because <laughs> I, I, I like I might I might like you, I might like you, but you're not worth Game of Thrones. Like I haven't met a female yet worth Game of Thrones. <laughs> yo, if, if SZA come into my life or something like that, I'm a, I'm gonna risk it. <laughs> but, but like until I, some I think regular you girl, <laughs> I think you some regular girl like around me, nobody's worth Game of Thrones. Like I'm sorry, they gonna have to wait. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for you to lose this bet. Oh man, <laughs> yo! So like, stick it on the lines we talk. So, so you know, like, um, you know, like I hold, you know, I try, I've, I've tried to like, cause you know, I, I got married, and then you know, it's like a thing, but you know, people are like, you know, you you, you put on like the 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 wedding weight and like yeah, that's the, the love weight and, and stuff. Yeah. And so like, I was like, you know, it was cool. I laughed it off, but now I'm like, now it's like everybody it I see, yeah, and everybody <laughs> I see is letting me know. It's like, oh, the wedding way, <laughs> and it's like, all right, it's starting, it's starting. To, <laughs> I'm starting to get self conscious about it. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm about to hit the gym, and I'm about to get this wedding way off. I'm about to just turn this fat into muscle. I'm about to laugh at everybody's face. And so, like, you know, uh, went to the gym Saturday, went to the gym Monday, went to the gym Wednesday. But now I'm at that point where I'm like. <laughs> Lies I just told myself because I don't really yeah. want to do this gym thing no more. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm pretty much over it. And it's like, you know, I mean, but it's like the thing is, I like, I just need to get up and go because like I, I no, get yeah, up. That's what it is. Yeah, and it's like I was like motivated because it was like somebody had just told me I was getting fat, so I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to the gym right down. As a matter of fact, I'm running home from where I'm at. I'm not just, I'm just run home. <laughs> I'm gonna jog home like, right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm just jog home. And then it's like, yeah, I just told myself a lie because I don't want to go to the gym no more. I'm over it. Nah, but yo, you know it's crazy. The gym is probably the biggest one. Yeah, it's the biggest one like, for everybody. The first, the first two, three weeks of the year, people are on it. Like the memberships be high. <laughs> yeah, like the I mean, fitness and twenty four hour fitness. I broke last year because I started going to the gym last year. I broke last year. I probably around like I want to say like October is when I finally broke. And I was like, mm-hmm. I can't do this shit. But that was only because, um. I messed up my knee at work. So like once I messed up my knee, I had to go to physical therapy and started going to the gym and I got yeah. out of my rhythm. And I just like, once I started going to physical therapy for my knee, when I got back into the swing of things, it took me like six weeks. So once I got back in the swing of things at work, 
and it was time to go back to the gym. I was like, yo, just give me till like next year. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Here, here we, we are. are yeah. And I haven't went yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, it's tough. That's, that's, like, that's like the biggest lie I tell myself. It's like, I was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm getting this way weight off. I'm tired of people talking about me, calling saying I'm starting to get fat. I nah, got, ain't happening. And now I got that I'm same like, thing. I was excited about it though. Because I'm 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 a real skinny dude. If you yeah. if you've never seen me on the podcast, I'm I'm a real skinny dude. So when I had my daughter, I was like, the, people told me like, yo, you're gonna get that dad weight because you know like that's what's gonna happen. Like everybody gains that weight, you get that little pudge because you know you're a dad now. You get that dad weight, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Lord, I'm here for it because I'm dying to gain some weight. I ain't got no type of dad weight on me. Still, three years later, well, I'm about <laughs> to give you some of mine. So there you go. <laughs> Transfer that wedding weight and just. Transfer it to that way. It's all right. It's gonna come up. I promise you. I, I promise you. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna try to make this so this is not a lie that I keep telling myself, even though right now it's like it. Um. But yeah. No. Um. So yeah. That was. That was. I feel like that was. That was. That was funny. Um. Your boy. Let's talk about the richest man in the world right now. Your boy Jeff Bezos, and this is about to get a divorce after 25 years, and his wife is about. If he didn't get a prenup, which I'm, I don't think he did. He did. 60, yeah. So she's about to be worth $68 billion. So all right, normally I side with the guy on this and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, like on, on some Kobe stuff, like he wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but she was, she was there. She was there throwing him she the ball. Was there. <laughs> yo. She was there. Th- yeah. She was throwing him the yo. ball. Yeah. Amazon sure. is not, I don't think Amazon is like 25 years old. No. Especially as big as it is now. Not it, definitely. No, she's been around. She's been around. Yeah, she's yeah. been there. So she yeah. was there. She give her some money. I don't know about half and all that stuff, but she deserves. She deserves some change. Like give her some. So I'm no. with it. Pay that girl because she was there. You know what I'm saying? She was. She was. She was. She was. She was getting you rebounds and passing you back. You know what I'm saying? She was. She, she was there for you. Sixty-eight billion with the stroke of a pen. Jesus Christ! Can I get like? I'll take, a, I'll take a quarter be, of her half. There we go. I'm about, I'm about to back. be like, well, I'm about to be like, Courtney, I'm about to, let's, 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 let's go be her. <laughs> let's, just go have, let's go have lunch. Like, three of us. Let's just go talk about yeah. some stuff. Yeah. God. Yeah, like. 68 billion with the struggle. Man, man oh man. I, yo, I don't care how rich I get ever in life. Okay, if a girl is about to leave me and take that much money from me, but we gonna work this out. I love you. Right? <laughs> Let's figure this out. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah. What do you need? What do you need besides the 68 billion? What else you need? I'll buy her. I'll buy her 50. I'll buy her like 48 billion dollars worth of gifts. Right? <laughs> if she don't take my 60, like. <laughs> I just, I can't get you half, but I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't get you half. Oh, man. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, I saw that. I was like, man, that is insane. That is yeah, a large is, amount of money. Yeah, that is, that's way too much for me. That's too rich for my blood. I feel like any any other celebrity, anybody else rich that ever get a divorce is going to be like, well, it ain't Jeff Bezos bad. So, like, yeah. <laughs> he, he about to really, yeah. he the mark now. God, so, like going with Amazon, actually, this works out. This is actually perfect. So Kroger and Microsoft teamed up to create a grocery store. So they're trying mm-hmm. to get ahead. They're trying to head to mm-hmm. get ahead of Am- um, a- Amazon. Yep. So they got like a little store. Like I think they have two opened up right now. And um, you like going with your, I think you do it beforehand, but you like you, you type in everything you want or whatever. 
and they have, I guess they give you a device once you walk in the store. So like you, I guess you connect to your phone or whatever the case is and all your items you want, it just directs you like what aisle it's in and where it's at on the shelf. Like it just, it's That's, like a GPS in the store. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it, it just, mm-hmm. it directs you all to the store. It tells you the prices and everything ahead of time. So, you know, you know, you don't got to worry about none of that. Mm-hmm. And you know, so you, it, that's that's what that's what I've seen. That's what they're doing. My only issue with that is that, like, I feel like for for guys, that's fine because guys, like, most time we go if we go in the shop, we not walking around. We we go on we with a specific. I need to get the milk. I need to get the eggs. Yeah, I need sure. to get the salt, and I need to get some, the juice. So we know exactly where we going. But it's like what I've learned going shopping with my mother and now going shopping with my wife is that. That don't exist. You you walk <laughs> up and down you have to every, walk every aisle. aisle. Yep. You walk every you aisle. Might, so you might have forgot something. Yeah. So so yeah, and you might see something. I like. Oh yeah, I can make that. So I, that don't exist. But like guys, it's perfect. They 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 market should be should be guys <laughs> because like <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're learning from like going shopping with my mother and going shopping with my wife is that like no, you gonna walk up and down every aisle. It don't matter what was on the list. The list is going to expand because. It's like we only came for four things, and then we left with a card. So, Definitely. yeah, no. So, good luck with that. But I don't, I don't know how how, <laughs> how that's that's gonna play out. Um, but you know, everybody's competing with Amazon right now, so they try yeah, to do their little try thing. Something. Yeah, I mean, Amazon is Amazon. He you know he got to 168 billion for a reason. So that's a, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Um, well, turn. I mentioned the weekend earlier. Earlier. Um, what is up? Can you please explain to me why Drake can never just have like a peace, a, a peaceful time? I feel like he like clear up one beef and then he start another. He's like beefing with Chris Brown. Then it's like that dies down. Then Meek pop up out of nowhere. Then he make peace with them and then he fighting Diddy. And then he make peace taking pictures with Diddy, Chris Brown and Meek. And then now the weekend is throwing shots at Drake and his new song. So, I like, heard the song. I'm, what do you say? Because yo, I heard he, it and I was bumping it, but I didn't like catch it. No, hold on, hold on. He definitely no. He um he threw a shot. No, I'm sure. He threw a I shot. believe it. I believe it. And I he yeah. has every reason to. But go ahead. Let me let me know. Well, my yeah, dad, but I'm, I'm just you know I'm, who I'm siding with. I know you. Wait, where is it? Tag. I just because I had it. Um, what's the name of the song? What's the name of the song? I'm gonna just pull up the lyric. But um, yeah. Explain to everybody again why you hate Drake. Drake and love the weekend while I find this. All right, so I don't like Drake. It's called Lost in Fire, but um, I don't like Drake because I think Drake is a surfer. He's gonna take whatever wave is popular and he's gonna ride it, whether it be an artist or a certain type of style. Okay, so for instance, earlier in Drake's career, and I'm not saying that like he needs it. Like he like Drake's a talented rapper. Girls like when he sings. I hate when he sings. I like when he raps. So like. 4 a.m. in Toronto, 5 p.m. in New York, you know, like all those type of like like a time and date, a mm-hmm. time and place, a time and location. Like he kills those. Like when he raps like that, I like him. But normally I don't like him. I hate his, I I hate most of his albums. So for instance, right, early in his career, he had uh, he jumped on the remix with Fetty Wap for um was it like My Way or Six Seven Nine? One of Fetty Wap's joints. He jumped on a remix. He made it, he, he, he remixed it and he killed mm-hmm. it. But like, he wouldn't do the video of Fetty Wap. Like, he like ignored Fetty Wap after that. He did that one remake. Then he jumped on the, tw- the Tony Montana joint when Future first came out. Future was bumping. Mm-hmm. Everybody loved Future with Tony Montana. With Tony Montana. 
and he took that and he ran with it, right? So then Future fell off and Fetty Wap fell off. He didn't talk to none of those dudes. I didn't see no pictures with Fetty Wap. I didn't see no pictures with Future. None of that. Then he did the, he did the, 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 Hold on. the I'm getting there. Oh. I'm getting oh. there. I'm getting there. So Future was dead for a few years. Future came back and reinvented himself. Future came back crazy. Like Future came back hard. He was yeah, a trap. Like, he came with Dirty Sprite. He came with like mm -hmm. albums and he became popular again. So what does Drake do? Like you was about to say, made the whole mixtape with him, the whole album. Yeah. Did a whole joint with him. Okay. Now you got artists like, um, prime example to jump to currently, you got artists coming up like Lil Baby. People love mm -hmm. Lil Baby. I don't really listen to him too much, so I can't make an opinion, but look, I know he's popular. Yeah. So Lil, Lil Baby comes out, he comes out, and what does Drake do? Drake got two songs with this kid. He got the Yes and D, and he got another joint with him. Like, he's just, he knows how to, he's a chameleon. He can work in any era because he'll just adapt and he'll do whatever they're doing to sell records. And I don't like that. Like, I like guys like the Kendricks, the J. Coles. They're going to do what they do, and you either don't like it or not. That's true. Like the but. Wale's. Wale does what he does, whether you like it or not. Like, mm. and they might not, they might not sell as much, but they're, they're more, um, respected and loved. I feel like as a, as a hip hop community, like, you know, because we know what Drake is doing. Like, yeah, yeah Drake's cool. Like he's the, like, he's the guy you put on at the party. But like when you start discussing lyricism and you just start discussing music and platinum, you know, platinum albums with no features. You know, you're going to talk about the J. Coles. You're going to talk about the Kendricks. That's what yeah. you're going to talk about. Nobody talking about Drake in that category because he's too much of a wave rider. He's not, you know, for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, got, I, I hear that. Um, so that's, and, but the, the weekend is my dude because the weekend is, so why I like the weekend so much is he dropped his first mixtape trilogy. It was three different mixtapes. He combined them into one. And, it was just amazing. Like, yo, you never hear, like, this is what, this leads back to like the last podcast. If you didn't hear it, go listen. Where we talked about like, or the first podcast, actually we talked about sad music. Like people yeah. like it. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's so relatable. And that's what he did. His whole first album mixtape was all sad. Yo, he was in pain. He was doing drugs. He was heartbroken and people relate to that. All right. So I just pulled up the lyrics and he said, and I just want a baby with the right one because I can never be the one to hide one. Ooh. So that you was like early in the song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. You go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, King. Tell him. Yeah. yeah. Word. Go ahead, my guy. Yeah. yeah. Talk so, that but my talk. thing is like, I know, like they've had their back and forth, but then wasn't, I thought they was good too. No, I thought they was because like the, everything had started between them because it finally came out that the weekend, wrote half of if not a lot of um drake's most coveted album his holy grail take care mm -hmm. which we all know and yeah like you know if if you if you if you really really listen you can tell yeah and definitely it was it was it was we all knew it but when it finally came out i guess somebody had asked the weekend in an interview and he was saying that he was more desperate you know at that time and uh he was looking for, he was looking for that, that track. He was looking for that sound that mm -hmm. would make him popular. And, um, so with that being said, like the Drake came to him needing some, needing some music. And he gave him, he said, what he said, he said about four to five, six songs. So it was four or six songs and those, 
he gave him those, just giving them away on the strength of this is my friend. And Drake ended up using those to make take care. And that didn't help the weekend's career whatsoever. So he felt a way about that, you know, which I completely understand. Like, you know, I'm giving you free music. Like, at least shout me out, mention me, like, give me something that's going to make me elevate myself. Mm. And Drake didn't. So the weekend wasn't too fond of that. So that's why they fell out in the first place. But I thought they were good too. But hey, I'm here for all of it. <laughs> I'm here for all the Drake disrespect. I'm yo, here for infrared. Like, yeah, so I, I swear, I feel like Drake, he like, he like in one beef and then another one starts. It's like, all right, cool. Me, me and Chris Brown and me and me good. And then Kanye coming at him. And then it's like, then that try to die now. Now the weekend coming at him. It's like, yo, it's it's like, he always going to have some somebody he got to go against. Always. But I'm here for it. I enjoy it. It's and, yeah, and I almost feel like he does that on purpose. That could be part of like, like I was saying, like his wave riding, like, you know, he's going to, whatever's, whatever's out there, you know, he's going to, he's going to go he, to it. I don't think he did nothing though. I feel like, like the weekend just came out with this song with that. That came out of nowhere. Not nowhere, but yeah, I, don't like, think, yeah. I don't think nobody was expecting like a, a weekend bar. In his new no, no, nobody was. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm sure nobody was. So like, yeah, for him, it was for us. It's out of nowhere. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with them two that made him feel like he had to throw that in there because he could have did it he could have did without that bar but he said it yeah it's out there now. I now like it's it was there. like extra extra personal because like you know talking about the son or talking about yeah like, it, like, no, that, for sure that it was, was personal yeah. like yeah, that, was that was a direct like like he could he could, like I, 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 I don't know that was direct yeah that was very direct that's what I was like and it was early in the song so it was like in case y'all don't make it unless you, in case y'all want to hear the whole song I just want to leave y'all with it. we didn't even mention Drake's beef with Joe Budden and all that because he had to beef with Joe Budden for a while that's true and now they and Joe Budden slayed him I don't care what nobody say Joe Budden destroyed him man my but that's besides the point that's <laughs> your guy now he's my guy I just like you know he makes good music now that's my guy <laughs> uh, okay okay What's next on the docket, my guy? <laughs> you guy. Whatever. So, um, I got like a couple of things, honestly, but they're they're kind of quick. But um, so Margot Robbie, if you don't know who Margot Robbie is, um, she was Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. As a prime example, that was a big movie. So she just got casted to be um, Barbie. They're coming out with, I guess, a, a live action Barbie. I know about this because, of course, my daughter. It's three, and don't she. Play, don't blame that on your daughter. Don't blame. I'm put putting that on her. Put, nah, sure. on Layla. I'm not watching Barbie. <laughs> All right, sure, sure, okay. So I do love Margot Robbie, though. She's mm-hmm. she's a beautiful woman. But yeah. as far as Barbie Barbie goes, that's not for me. But I have to watch it. Don't judge me. I have to watch Barbie. So she got casted to play the live action Barbie in 2020. So I guess mm-hmm. they're either filming or releasing it in 2020. But they casted her. Which I feel is a very good one. I don't know if you could find another, not to be racist, but a white female actress that's going to be good enough to act and be beautiful enough to play a Barbie. Like, if you wanted to go straight off of, like, looks, no acting, obviously, like, one of the Kardashians have, like, most of them have, like, crafted their bodies to be Barbie-like. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have, actually, if you look her up, there's a, there's a live... Like there's a woman who spent I think over a hundred hundred thousand yeah, dollars to look yeah, like Barbie. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So we have those type of people that are on the if I was gonna cast anyone that didn't have any acting talent, it would probably be Kendall because she's skinny, she'd had no surgery. 
but she's still very beautiful. So, but Marco Robbie is a very talented actress, very beautiful. She can definitely be a Barbie. I'm okay with it. I'm not. I just don't, like. Know. I don't. I'm trying to understand because like like uh, they doing like a lot of live action stuff. Like, like yeah, they are. They did it. They did the was it Beauty Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, they did the Beauty. Yeah, they did. They doing Aladdin. They doing Lion. Yeah, Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo. Yeah. So it's like I don't understand, but like those are all like real stories. Like Barbie. Like what's yeah? I don't yeah. I don't know what the story behind it is. To get Marvel or Robbie to do it, like I feel like that's that's that's. I mean, like I'm because she can really act. So I'm like, what's that story? Yeah, like, what's the incentive to, like, yeah, where's the... Yeah. Unless she's, like, unless she's and, doing like, it. Pan had to, like, really, like, break her heart, and now she's, like, searching for love with somebody else. Or something. Yeah, maybe something know. like that. <laughs> this is yeah, something. You gotta, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know what the story is, but, I mean, like you said, you got a three-year-old daughter, so you'll be in the movie theater watching it. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to have to go see Barbie. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, how it is. as far as going to the movies, like, this isn't a topic, but I'm here for... There's This is going to be a phenomenal year this of year movies. This year is going to be amazing. Amazing. I'm willing to put this, this this 2018 up against any year in history for movies well, yeah. for movies yeah. like yeah. any year like no I mean we have we have Aladdin we got Dumbo we got Lion King we got um Captain Marvel we got the next Avengers we got Spider Man we yo we have Toy almost Story. Toy yeah. Story oh my God I forget Toy Story like we have that's seven off the top of our head like. Yeah. There are movies coming out this year, like movies. Yeah, no, this this year I'm excited about this year. Um, yeah, as a movie guy, yeah. how are you? Because you, you you you're like I, I'm a I'm a go and watch guy. You're a go and dissect kind of guy. So I go and I like that's why I don't like talking to you before before I watch a movie. <laughs> like I'm like yo, this movie's coming out, or yo, I'm about to go see this, and you'd be like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. just like. Yeah, I'm just because I don't know, like, because like I feel like, like I'm 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 past the stage of like blow stuff up and regular. Yeah, no. Nah. Because it's like you know, like it's like how much is how many ways can you blow something up? How many provocations can you do? So it's like more for me. It's more about the story. It's like the story and like does it grab me? So that's kind of like when you be asking me about movies. I mean, like I mean, you know, I be trying to like now. I'm trying to like if you ask me, I try to think about it from your perspective, just like as like a <laughs> movie goer. I'm like, yeah, you know, if you put casual movie, it's fine. Like, um, it's funny because I'm the same. I'm I'm the same way, but the opposite now. Because like, if if we talk about a movie and you give it like a one thumb up or like two thumbs down, like if you don't give it a two thumbs up, I take that opinion. And I don't even go with my opinion. When people are like, yo, have you seen this movie? If I, if I whether I have seen it or not, I'm like, all right, listen, I got from a good source that this is not a good movie. <laughs> I can't tell you, I like it. But uh, it's not a good movie. <laughs> like, I'm what do you mean? I'm like, I'm tired of movies now. I'm doing the good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like, yo, I like like uh, perfect example. Um, we had spoke about it when it first came out. It was like a couple, a few years old. But Gods of Egypt, mm-hmm. right? I was excited about it. I have a lot of Egyptian tattoos. If you ever see me in person, I have a few Egyptian tattoos. I think Egypt is cool. So Gods of Egypt came out, and I was excited, and I watched it, and I was like, yo, this is, like, crazy. It's action-packed. It's got it all. And you were like, nah. So when other people asked me, they were like, yo, how's Gods of Egypt? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I liked mean, it. I know, and but I you like it. it, you know? You got it. You could sell other people on on it. I mean, I, it just wasn't, it wasn't for me. I just felt like, like it felt, like, no different than, like, uh, Immortals or... um. All them other movies where it's like the, yeah, the yeah, mythical yeah. things like that from like, like so like 
Yeah. Nah, but like that's that's what you do. You have this effect on my opinion, <laughs> right? As far as movies goes, we're like, I'll watch it, and then I'll talk to you about it after I watch it, and then I watch it again, and it, 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 I'm like, damn, yo, he he's right. <laughs> it's not the same. Right. It's, it's just the so, same. So movie. <laughs> Movies you really enjoy, just don't talk to me about it. I don't want to ruin it for you. Just, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> nah, but there's like, there's all right. So there's like movies though. Like I don't think anybody can ruin. Like like prime example, Straight Outta Compton. Nobody can ruin that for me. No, that was that was that was very well done. That was yeah. so yeah. It was perfect. Like because for me, it was even more perfect than the movie actually was because it was crazy how we're watching a movie. This takes place technically in the '80s, right? Ice Cube, Snoop, but they're young. They're coming up in the eighties, early, super late, mid to late eighties, early nineties. They're still, they're still coming up, and it's the the video footage of the cops and what they're doing and the racism. It's so relevant to what was happening when the movie came out. Like yeah. it was so relevant. Like when it came out, like 2016, 2017 maybe. Twenty sixteen, I think. Yeah. Twenty sixteen, it came out, and like I'm watching police brutality videos and I'm like yo that was just actually on TV yesterday yeah. like this is crazy how we've passed what, almost 20 something almost 30 years and nothing has changed yeah so I mean, that's why that's lot, why it was yeah. such a great movie that's a why it was such a great movie like that if you like really watch it now and like they were trying to send that message back then and then you watch like you say you watch it 20 30 years later and it's like you're still like zero progress or like 1% progress and it's like that not much has changed yeah even after all that time yeah um. Yeah, I mean, people making movies now about that same thing in twenty, thirty years from now. You hope that it's like, yeah, like, there's oh, a movie boy, what that was a change, but so. yeah, there's a movie called what like the hate you give, and that was about yeah. the kid who gets shot by yeah, the cop. I didn't shot, get to yeah. see it, and I heard it was a phenomenal movie though. Yeah, um, I didn't get to see it, but I heard it was a great movie. So I like, haven't seen movies I haven't like seen that, it, but yeah, people who. Who who are my trusted sources? <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. That, that it was a, it was a really good movie. So yeah, no, um, movies like but yeah, no movies like that do do great. Well, on the topic of not movies but TV, so um, going back to this R. Kelly thing just for a second. Um, oh, let's go. Let's talk about it. So what, I'm what's mad. his name? Torre, 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 Torre. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Torre or whatever. But he was one of the he was one of the main people on um on the on the surviving R. Kelly doc. He was one of the main people that was really going in on R. Kelly. He was one of the people who did the uh one of the he did the interview with R. Kelly, one of the famous interviews. He asked R. Kelly, Do you like teenage girls? To which R. Kelly responded, How old are we talking? <laughs> so he he he's been around, he's been following this R. Ke- R. Kelly movement for a while. But he also just got slapped with uh, sexual harassment charges, which is very interesting because it's just like, you know, you thought you would think, all right, you know what? I'm not going to get involved knowing that I did some stuff. But no, that wasn't the case for him. He thought that, you know what? Everybody's talking about Aunt Kelly. Nobody's really looking at me. So I'll just uh, slam Aunt Kelly. And I'm not defending Aunt Kelly at all by no means necessary but it's just very interesting because it's like in this time like people will find stuff people will pull stuff on you and you will you will you will get got so what happened was for Torre, whatever t-o-u-r-e with the little little accent there you know yeah he some someone put on on uh instagram 
but Tore used to sexually harass me. How, how does that work? So then she went on to explain every Monday I used to work with him on a show in 2017. He couldn't stop asking me to do anal, how I look naked if I had sex over oh. the weekend, blah, 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 blah. He went, she, he used to go in on her. And then she's also, she said how she ran into him on like a shoot at some point and he like told like the producers or whatever, like, he like felt so embarrassed about what he did. He told the producers like, hey, I can't, like, I can't be here because I treated this employee or whatever, one of your employees inappropriately. And so, so my thing is like, how, like, I don't see how like that makes it. My thing is like, you, you go on, you've been this advocate against get R. Kelly out of here. He's a creep. He's nasty, which he very much is definitely not defending R. Kelly. But then now you get caught a week yeah, later. Like from stuff that you Kelly did Black. a year, yeah, a year or two years ago. Like, like, people are just dumb. First of all, like, just sexual harassment in general is like, I'm just like, yo, y'all are nasty, man. Yeah, like, like it's, yeah, I like, mean, so on that, I was, so I don't know if you saw Master P, he came out and spoke about it. I think it was yeah. Master P that came out and spoke, about, yeah. And he had, he was like, and I'm, so not to like like I like I'm with you. I'm not defending R. Kelly. What he did was wrong, you know. But what Master P said was very very true. He said, "Yo, if I hear my daughter is being held somewhere, like she's being forced to do things, like it, like all these kids saying that they were forced to do certain things, it was demeaning. They didn't want to do it. They were being forced. If my daughter is somewhere that she don't want to be, I'm going to get her. I'm not doing a documentary after the fact. I'm not doing none of that." You're not going to be able to talk to me unless you come see me in jail. Like, if my daughter, like, these people are doing all these, like, little interviews that, you know, they, they, they seem fine. Like, you know, they, they're upset about it, the situation. But they're getting, this is, this is what you, what, what reality TV is, what Master P called it. So, you know, they're going to, they might embellish a little. They might, like, you know, add some stuff on because they're trying to sell the story. So, I want to know exactly what is 100% true because the things that I'm hearing, I still have not watched it yet. But the things that I'm hearing that these parents are talking about and these people are talking about, as a parent, I couldn't sit there and talk about it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just up. It, I'm yeah, going to be angry still. It, you got to talk me through a glass. Like, yeah. how you, how you, how, how can you take this check and talk about this? Like, well, how? Like, I wouldn't be well, able to. Well, one of the, um, the, um, one of the survivors went on the breakfast club and she was talking about it and they asked her about, they asked her about something and she said that like, you know, people who felt like that, people who felt like like these survivors were just like taking a check to do interviews. She was like, yo, we don't get paid to do interviews. Like we not, we not, it's not like we like cashing checks off of like talking about our pain. Like she was like, and she's like one of the ones who's like been, she's been like trying to get our Kelly out here for years. So it wasn't like she just came out of nowhere. Yeah. She, to do it. she was trying to do it. She was like, yo, we don't get paid to do interviews. So it's like for people who are saying, thinking we're doing that for that. But it is, it is. And I'm not, again, again, I want to make it very, very clear. I, I am not defending R. Kelly at all. Um, but it's just like, you see certain stuff like, like with the ex-wife still keeping the last name. And then you, there's like videos that come out of her, like still supporting R. Kelly and listening to his music and like defending. Not very much. Stuff. Like there's even, yeah. And you have um, a thing on Facebook. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. So it's just like, and then like, it's just all like, the, all the, all the accusers were at his concerts not too long ago, like a couple years ago. They were, they, they all keep in touch. Like, it's, at what point so do like, you yeah, say like it's hard to make it seem like which I mean like the doc definitely does it definitely does open your eyes to just like the kind of stuff he was doing 
Um, and not to take away from the victims, like not to say that they weren't victims. Like, I'm, no, that's like what he was doing. It's way, way too many cases of just like him doing the same, same, having the same behavior to it to be like, oh yeah, these girls just knew what they were doing. Like, no, I'm not saying that at all. It's just like, it is stuff where it just makes you think like, which is like, I've never been in that situation. So I don't know how you handle it. People handle, you know, abuse and stuff differently. I, I get it. But it's just stuff that makes you ask questions. It's like, I don't, that just don't, that don't add up to me. But that don't seem right. And yeah, and then it's like, then it kind of makes it feel like it's reality TV when you see, now you see stuff like this dude who knew he was involved in sexual harassment stuff. And he thought it was like swept under the rug. But it's like, yo, you talking to somebody like this, asking how to do this and do that and what to look like naked and all that stuff. And now you're going to go on a doc that you know is about to like stir some stuff. And like, if you own it, everybody's going to, if, if you as a part of it at all, you, your, your past will be, get dug up. Like Joe Budden was saying the same thing because he was on it for like, he, he was on it for like a slight second from his podcast. Not even like he went and sat down and did an interview just from before. And he was talking about it. He was like, from him being on that for like that 10, 15 second clip that was on there, like people started digging up his past and saying, how could you be on it? Cause it, I mean, we all know Joe Biden was involved in stuff, domestic stuff or whatever. Yeah. And people started like slamming him and he was like, yo, um, First of all, he was like, it's not the same thing. Like, I ain't, me and R. Kelly are not in the same category. Like, I've been, like, we've gone to court. I've done through the whole thing. The, the female that I did this against, like, me and her have had conversations. We were both in the wrong, blah, 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 blah. So, but it's, like, crazy. Like, why would you even sign yourself up for that knowing? Yeah, like, nah, if you, if you like, know you yeah. got any kind you of got dirt. any kind of dirt. Like, just, nah. Yeah, like, nah, I can't be a part. You shouldn't so touch certain topics. Yeah, just don't even touch it. So, I just, I just I'm just like, yo, people... But you, you just thought you was going to get away with that. So now, it, and it like discredits, it discredits the victims who are actually doing it or like the whole doc as a whole because it's like, oh, you had this man on. And I'm talking about he didn't have just like a small segment. Like throughout the whole six part series, he was constantly popping up talking. So it's just like, then it just makes it feel like discredits like what the doc was doing because it's now you got people who yeah. seem to be either like they're just, they're doing dirt too. And it's just like, it's just like, it was just like a sad situation. Of course, like I, 50 posted it, you know, 50 Petty called him to start the show. I was like, yo, 50, <laughs> you got to chill. 50, you got to chill. Um, 50 is the king of Petty. Oh, yeah. I love it, though. Like, get, my, get all my Petty moves from 50. Um, <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, here is something uh, that I feel like you would be able to uh, speak more on. So, since Santana was trending this week on Twitter because she had some some uh, comments about black men and Spanish women, and on uh, she was on Angelie's podcast. They, and she said something along the lines of like, "Black men cater to Spanish girls because Spanish women, because they, um, you know, Spanish girls don't have like the added don't have added like the attitudes that black women have, which sure. which have with." <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> And then Angelita Yee got dragged because she didn't call Stan out on that because Angelita is half black. And because, you know, so everybody was like, oh, Angelita don't identify, you know, she don't identify, stick up for black girls. And people started dragging her about the breakfast club, how she's like useless, how like she don't add nothing to it or whatever, whatever. But as somebody who has a history of liking Spanish women, do you do like I, I I would I'm eager to get your your um thoughts on that because Sin got dragged, said of course by black women who felt like how you going 
how you gonna say that? You know, clearly you don't identify as being black, blah blah blah. Yeah. And how you gonna say that black women have more attitudes than Spanish women? And it was like a big thing, and so it became a thing. And I felt like, you know, being that you you have indulged. All right. So elaborate on that alone. It's 2019, and I'm currently single for a reason. <laughs> Spanish <laughs> girls definitely have all that attitude. I don't know where this is coming from. That they trying to give <laughs> black girls a good rap, uh, a bad rap, and give Spanish girls a good rap. Like, nah, Spanish girls, I think females just have every bit of attitude. You know, like, if you if you upset any kind of, if you upset a female, any race, she's going to have an attitude. So I don't, like, there's, the, the only, like, you could try to split it, but there's no way to split Like, females have, like, females are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're crazy. Like, yo, like, it's, it's 2018. Like I've dated Spanish girls, I've dated a black girl too, dated white girl too. Like I've I've been in different, I've been with different races, and it's maybe maybe I'm the problem, but like there's no there's there's no real difference in like like attitude. Maybe like the way they come off, the way they the, um their their mannerisms are different, but like if you if you peel it all away, like the attitudes are the same. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like who says Spanish humans don't have the attitude? They're crazy too. Yeah. So, like, but yeah, she, um, no, nah, she, I don't want to say what that. She, yeah, she called heat for that. Sin is crazy for that. She called heat for that. As a, um, I, me, so for me, it's the opposite. I'm a Spanish dude who I prefer a black woman. So for me, I guess it's like, you know, black dudes, Spanish girls. I'm a Spanish guy that prefers black women. I don't cater to them for any kind of specific reason. Not because they have a less less of an attitude. Like I just think they're they're more attractive. That's just personal opinion. I prefer a darker skinned female. But they, like, yeah, I don't get why someone would even come out and say, yeah, people are catering or black dudes are catering to Spanish girls. If that was the case, like everyone would cater to them. But no, people cater to whatever they like. Maybe she went to an experience. Maybe she you know she was talking to a black dude maybe before Joe Budden, and he was like. He was only dating Spanish girls, and she asked him, and that was his opinion. Like, yeah, nah, it's always off to ex. You know, my ex yeah. is crazy, so I don't, I don't talk to black girls. Yeah. You know, she she's had a conversation. Out of it. She tried to tap dance out of it and say, like, oh, let me, let me chill because I know that people will, you know, take it out of context. So she'll get heat for it. And she definitely, she definitely did. She, she caught that. She caught that. Yeah, once you make a statement like that, you can't tap dance out of that. You already yeah, said she, it. She caught that black to the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I thought that was, I, th- I felt like you would be able to touch, touch on that being, you know, you have an affinity for Spanish women. Um, I love it. I, I don't love Spanish women, but I, I keep dealing with them. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I keep, you know, just subconscious. We'll, we'll figure that out. We'll, maybe. We'll, we'll dive deep on that next time. Yeah, we'll, ha- we'll have like a, a Dr. Phil episode one of these days. Yeah, I'll just ask you a bunch of questions. I'll just keep asking why. <laughs> yeah, why, Freedom? Why do you, why you do this? Yeah, exactly. Um, what else is going on in the world? Um, oh, this was this this was a sad thing I saw. So remember the Boston Marathon bombing? Yeah. So some people just have bad luck. I don't know what it is. Just it's just crap luck. So a Boston Marathon survivor, she lost a leg in the, in the Boston bombing marathon. Type like mm-hmm. when the Boston bombing happened, she lost a leg. So she survived though. You know, all all the praise. 
she was gonna buy a car so now she's dead wow so like you go through the bombing and then you get hit by a car like it's just i know it's like a few years apart but like how bad can your luck be to survive one thing and then something else simple like that is what takes you out like it's just like damn like i feel bad yeah. when i saw that i was like yo that's just that's just crap luck like yeah yeah i mean that's just like yeah i mean it's, i don't even know what to say to that that's just like wow that's tough. i mean i don't have pee for sure like yeah like i felt I, I yeah that came across my timeline and i was like really like damn that's gotta suck i just i didn't know what to say but damn like i felt i really did feel bad because you survived something so tragic and you're like moving on with your life and then boom it gets taken well hopefully you know not the i mean i don't know nothing about her but i mean i'm, I'm sure having survived that she made the most out of you know the next nah, yeah she life. probably did she probably was living her life like to the fullest yeah yeah so hope and pray and r.i.p her and best wishes and prayers family um well on a happier note now i'm having it back up uh j cole tweeted shed tears tonight within writing a, a writing writing a verse it was beautiful revenge that's just going down in history so he about to give us some some reflective stuff so i got i got my kleenex ready because i'm ready listen all right Wait. i'll okay. say it I'll scream it to the to, to to whoever is willing to hear me scream. J. Cole is a top five all time dead or alive rapper. Okay. This man sticks to who he is. He won't like he's just he doesn't he's went platinum three times in a row with no features. Mm-hmm. This man is phenomenal. I will stand by him being a top five all time. I will argue him and his resume. Up against anyone in history, like he's just—he's—he's uh, he's just he's got everything. He's got it. He's—he's—he has some R and B joints that you're gonna like. He's got actual rap that you're gonna love. He's got every—he's got it. He might not have those club hits per se that Drake has, where you're gonna play him everywhere. But just lyrically, this man is so talented. It's not even like fair how talented this man is. He produces his own music most of the time. So he makes his own beats and then writes it and then raps it. You know, you have your writers, you have your rappers, you have your producers. He's he's everything in one. Yeah. Yeah, he's preaching. Like, Fuck that talking. Fuck that Jesus talking. Christ. Like, uh, and you know what's crazy is you said you mentioned that tweet. I get his, like, I like this man so much as an artist. I have his notifications on. So when he tweets, I get it. Me too. That's how I saw it. <laughs> That's how I saw it. All right. Yeah. yeah. He tweeted that, and I'm like, that. Say, I still have it. I didn't even clear out the notification. I still have it because I'm here for it. Whatever he got to yeah, talk man. about, Jesus Christ. If he shed tears writing it, oh, man. I told you. I got a fresh box of Kleenex. I ain't even going to open it. To, to, to That's a fact. <laughs> this is, no, this is J. Cole tissues. J. Cole box of tissues. Don't touch. Yeah, this is oh. a J. Cole box of tissues. Yeah, don't don't touch that. I saw um, Samsung is making a robot that's going to monitor your health. Yep, I saw that. saw that. And I was, I mean, cool, but <laughs> how? Like, we have scales, we have, like, body fat monitor, like, you know, 
finish see where your body mat your body fat like where you're at like how's a robot is it gonna scan your body well, every I day think it like, was, um, I, I was reading something because ces happened ces is like the big consumer electronics show or okay. whatever it's called as that happens like it's, it just finished it just wrapped up and like it's just like the biggest thing um that they do where they just reveal all of these concepts for like um electronics and technology and stuff so i i read something about it and it's like it was like mainly for for like elderly people so it kind of like like reminders about taking medicine it can like monitor oh. their heart rate monitor like their blood pressure rate so it's like you know and i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure it'll be like attached to either 911 or like close relatives yeah. or any event something happens now like the robot cannot send out response because it can monitor you know that's what's going cool. on with the elder yeah so and i think that's from what i was reading that's more what it was about not really for like people our age. i mean i'm sure we could use it too but it's more so for like the elderly who are like either by themselves and like they don't have people like with them on a regular basis to just be able to yeah them. um from what i read that's what it was also that like, yeah talking on that on that um we're gonna have flying tax flying taxis soon um so yeah, unless they got flying Ubers, ain't nobody taking no taxi. Like, what yeah, well, that's, that's what they meant. But it's like, well, like the the company nah, yeah. is like re- indirectly related to Uber, so I'm sure Uber will slap their logo on it once it's ready to go. And you know, I think you could go, you could go like 150 miles. It goes like a, I think it was like 120 miles an hour is like the top speed on it. So you just, you know, you know, you gotta get from. I, I gotta get to I gotta get to PA once we start you know we start doing a podcast in, live in, in front of each other I just took a quick flying Uber to PA <laughs> do we do the podcast and then we come I come back you know we were supposed to get flying in. cars eighteen years ago I know I know I mean you know Y two K it was supposed <laughs> to be the year two thousand like oh my god it's a whole new century yeah. you know they, like, they can't roll, they, they they got the slow rollout it's the slow rollout it's, yeah it's a slow rollout I get it I got you yeah yeah. I mean, no. hey, if if they if they want to make flying cars, get, let me borrow one. Let me test it out for you. Yeah, but the I got ones that they make are supposed to be like automated, so it's no pilot. It's just like everything is like automated, so you just get in, so you don't That's have to, scary. Like, you know, no dealing with the like the the uh, annoying Uber driver who talks too much, or you just want to chill. So it's nobody. That's scary nobody though. There. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 definitely. I'll, let me I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could get in a car that's not being driven. Oh, you one of those types, you know? So you don't, you don't want, you want, you don't want to get in the um, what's in the joint? What's the the, the Tesla? Well, usually it's driving for you. You want to get in that? I'm, I'll be scared too, cause I'm like, yo, this joint malfunction. If I spill water, it's over for me. <laughs> if I spill water, <laughs> it's electronic. I it, if I sp- uh, yeah, I think they built a little bit better than that. <laughs> I, think, I think they're a little uh, slightly waterproof. I think they can handle <laughs> a little, low rain. I think it's, think it's gonna be all right. Like yo, it's, it's yo. Even if somebody doesn't isn't even driving, but they gotta sit in the front seat. Like you just want somebody in the front seat. Just yeah, I just uh, yeah. I'm gonna need that person there because it's just weird. I'm gonna get in the back seat and I'm just gonna be like, yeah, take me to work. You and it's like say nothing. It's like Uber. You just put it in. They know where you are going. You just come pick you up. Hover, hover, drop the ladder down, climb up. I don't. I don't know Ooh. how it works. Yeah, that's just. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely, I definitely want to see it. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's sure. going to take me, it's going to take me a few trial and errors with other people. Like people telling me like, yo, it's great. It's great. And then I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then I was going to say one drunk night for you. And That's then you could be like, 
Yeah. Last night oh, I could have used the Uber. <laughs> like, oh man, I gotta get to such and such in the morning. You know, let me hit that flying Uber. I get there real quick. That's a fact. I could use that joint last night. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. I just made you a believer. There you go. That's all it took. You just had to make it relatable. That's it. Um, what else? That's I, that's all I really got on the docket today. It was a not a not a crazy busy week. Oh, we talked about all the movies coming out this year. And, like, on top of every movie coming out, we do have Game of Thrones coming back this year. Yes. And on it, top of all the movies. On top of the movies. Wait, no. On, no yeah, that's definitely on top of the movies, for sure. Game of Thrones. Like, that's, that's, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so quick, if you listen to us, if you care about our opinions at all, okay, when I say Game of Thrones, is for everyone. So Game of Thrones is the most complete show. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. ever written it has drama it has action it has romance it has comedy it has literally whatever genre you're into oh I don't watch this I'm into sci-fi there's dragons oh I'm into more drama related shows there's backstabbing there's secrets you know what I'm saying there's that if you're into action oh I promise you you're gonna see heads roll literally you're gonna see yeah. heads come off bodies for sure <laughs> um if you're into whatever you're into, this show is the show for you. It's the perfect show. And I'm just ready for it, man. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it because it might, some stuff might happen and I'm, I might not take it well. I might be a man, little no. emotional. I feel, that's what I'm saying. You, that's what, you, you better not lose that bet because like, I feel like, that's every, like yo, that's, yo. Game of Thrones family will be, we, like, we will all be watching it together. Like, we don't no, yeah, I, if, theater, if, so. if I don't make it, if I don't make it to, to Game of Thrones and I end up with a girl, like, I'm gonna have to t- shut off. I'm gonna have to delete every social media app I have. For sure. Because if I go on Twitter, if I go on Instagram, if I go on Facebook, if I go on IG, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see it everywhere. People are gonna like this is gonna explode. Yeah, no. Every episode is an event. So yeah. So yeah, I definitely can't lose this bet. Like, and I was telling my my friend that I made the bet with. I was telling her. And I said, "Yo, if a girl is willing." to come into my life and I tell her what the deal is and she's with it like yo okay I'm not your girl we cool like we have we literally like we legit have rules like if they meet my daughter I lose if they meet <laughs> if if we go on more than five dates I think the limit is like three so four dates one on one or more is a relationship if yeah, she spends the night at all relationship that's your girl yeah, like, you know, so we have stipulations in this. Like, it's not just like, I have to say, because I can just be like, yo, she's not my girl, even though she is. Nah, we legit have a whole set up for this. So I was telling her, I said, listen, if a girl comes in my life and she wants to be with me, and I tell her what it is, like, yo, I'm sorry, but I can't be with you. Not until 2020. <laughs> like, I like you, you cool, we could chill here and there, but like, you're not, I can't risk Game of Thrones. If she understands that, if she, she if she's, she's a keeper for 2020, yeah. Yo, 2020, like, like, like I was telling, I was telling my people, I said, yo, if she's, if she accepts that, she's, she's with it, she understands me, 2020, there's no relationship. I'm skipping that. I'm proposing. (laughs) I will get married. Yeah, she's the one. If she, if she's okay with my bet and she's with it, she's going to hold me down with it. Yo, 2020, you're going to see a ring on somebody's finger from me because <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm skipping 
I'm skipping everything. If she maybe you know, maybe that's what you needed. That's how you needed to find a one. You need to find somebody that will understand your affinity for Game of Thrones and be okay. Yeah, with that. for sure. I'm gonna have to find somebody that's gonna like be as obsessed as I am. Because yeah. if I tell a girl, I think if I tell any female, oh, you find like, a girl yo, that's in the same bet with her friends. Yeah, what? <laughs> yo, anybody out there, if you got a bet to not be in a relationship until Game of Thrones or for the year, call me. I'm your guy. There you go. Actually, what's funny was I almost lost already, right? This is why I got, it's going to be hard for me. So this girl that I think is attractive, she posted on like Snapchat or something. She put, I want to spend the rest of my life with someone that's going to leave me alone most of the time. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, you, you're looking for me. Okay. You Yeah, you, this, I'm the guy you're looking for. So I hit her up. And I'm like, I just like put like the emoji, like raising my hand. Mm-hmm. And then she said, she responded and she said, you're not about that life. Mm. That's a challenge. I'm here yeah. for all of it. So if you hear this podcast, you know who I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. All right. Dude, I, shooting his shot on two friends. Let's oh. go. I'm here all for right. it. We, I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to, We're trying to make dreams come true. Yeah, trying I'm trying to be like you, man. I'm trying to be the, the husband, but not until 2020. Because I, I got to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I you know what? I hope, I, hope it, I hope it works out. I hope she's listening, and I hope that she also, too, is either a fan of Game of Thrones or just really understands where you're coming from. So that way, we can say we, 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 had, a, we had a relationship get started on two friends. That'd be great. That'd be crazy if I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Um, but no, this was a another solid, another solid one. We uh made a made a small wager that I can't wait to win. <laughs> yo, no one. Yo, someone. It was funny. Like legitimately, like no one has faith in me. Yes, because we all know you. <laughs> they, <laughs> that's why it's not about faith. We just know. We know you. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I told everybody my bet, and everybody's like, "Yeah, you're losing." I'm like, "That's crazy." Yeah. And it's well, nobody. Be, you know, it's, it's it's on the record now. Our bet is on the record. No, for sure, it's on the pot. It's it's here. Anybody yeah. can go back and dig up the wager. Yeah. I gotta I gotta stay single for for. We got till December first. I got to, I gotta wait till December first. Yep. Uh, I'm good. Wait. I can do this. Start, start looking up Christmas gifts in the hundred dollar value now. <laughs> Freedom paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> From freedom, from to... freedom, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, mom. There you go. That's crazy, wow. yo. No, yeah. like, like people, like my brother has no faith in me. My sister-in-law got no faith in me. My exes don't have faith in me. Yeah, they know too. <laughs> my exes are all like the ones that the ones that I'm cool with. They all be like, man, you gonna be with somebody? You yeah. can't stay single. You always got know. somebody under the belt. We all like, know, bro. damn, that's crazy. I got yo. Nobody got faith in me. I can't wait to win all these bets. I'm gonna be sitting pretty in 2020 with a ring, because <laughs> I'm proposing to somebody if they if they willing to wait. Somebody uh, get a ring out of this. It ain't happening, guys. But thank you everybody for listening to another episode. Um, definitely want you to uh, subscribe if you have not already. Go follow us on Instagram, Two Friends Talking. Follow the podcast definitely. on um, Apple, Spotify. Feel like we're getting into a groove with it, and we definitely want y'all to just continue rocking with us as we continue to get better at this podcasting thing. So, free. Um, 
talk to you later. Thank you, my friend. No problem, bro. Anytime. You know I like doing this. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Have a have a have a good day.